back, everybody. Hello, Shireen. How are you doing? Hello, Michael. Wonderful, wonderful. I'm looking yeah. forward to you spilling your heart out to us today. Ah, uh, yes. Today we're talking about that fact that I had a minor meltdown or a breakdown or a... You know, I felt generally feel good most of the time and I went through some challenging situations in the last few months and um, instead of feeling my usual feelings of peace and good good wishes and good vibrations and having it together, I had, you know, I was going through a divorce and going through challenging situations and um, it was very interesting to witness the contrast in my consciousness and so we wanted to share with you today the five ways to ruin your life <laughs> um, because <laughs> Because it's just and as how you can do to, not you shouldn't be doing those five things and how not to do yeah what not what to avoid you know because we often talk about the things to do to make our lives better but it's also good to know what not to do um, because I was I normally do a bunch of things that keep me in a good space and I stopped doing certain things without realizing it and I noticed my happiness level and my general well being just plummeted like it's just a massive drop i'm maybe exaggerating a little bit it wasn't it wasn't like i was frothing on the floor <laughs> frothing from the mouth and like having spasms or anything but i was just lost my joy and lost my sort of well-being temporarily and so um shireen was saying why right. don't you talk about this before you forget about it you know <laughs> right I've... right um i'm so glad you didn't say you're blaming the meltdown on me um no, so... no, no, you're not the cause of the meltdown that's good good to know um actually if you were to rate your meltdown from a scale of um one to ten and describe ten first first describe ten meltdown i don't actually know what ten meltdown would be like but um, but like like a really high meltdown what would it be like i don't well i mean i can only say from my experience working with other people but um I've heard people who, clients of mine who've had like massive anxiety or um, haven't been able to leave the house or have been suicidal, right? I would call that like a 10. That um, would be a 10. Having suicidal thoughts. So suicidal thoughts. Um, I know people who've nearly killed themselves, right? Literally. And, and, and for whatever reason, they didn't do it. That's to me is a 10. Uh-huh. Um, and then maybe like extreme, extreme, like crippling anxiety, but they can't do anything at all. Maybe it would be like an eight or a seven. And, um, I would say I probably had more like, um, more like a, a four and a half, but to me, four and a half <laughs> okay. was really bad. Was no, right. <laughs> it was really bad because I don't. It was don't, really a panic anyway. attack. Okay. It was a panic. It was a mild panic attack. Uh, it okay. sounds so lame actually talking about this when we compare it to these things, but I think everything's relative, right? Or maybe it yeah, went up to like maybe a relative. six. Yes. Went up to maybe a six. One, one evening when I couldn't sleep, it probably went up to about a six or a seven, or maybe even an eight. That's, that's, but, that is something to think about. Yeah. Just the fact that we can have such extreme um, emotional ups and downs is a bit concerning, isn't it? So, um, so yeah, just a bit of backstory. Um, I have been in a relationship for 10 years. The relationship ended and it's for the best. Um, I'm not going to get into the details because it's all good. We're, you know, it's all going to work out fine. 
but that the period of not knowing what's going on, not knowing on what's going on with my life, not knowing how I'm going to move forward, what's going to change, a lot of unknown things, um, feeling like I was trapped, caused me to basically start having different sorts of thoughts that I, than I normally think about, which led to a lot of negative feelings. And uh, I felt for for about a month and a half, two months, like I was totally trapped. And and it made me have a lot of compassion for people who are in a situation that just goes on and on and on and on for months and months and years, right, and they right. don't have this knowledge. So, but so at this least is... you found a solution, right? That's important. Right. You found a solution. You're here to tell the tale. You're happy. I feel great. I feel better than before. So this is, you know, if you're going through anxiety, going through stress, going through a breakup, going through some sort of like unknown situation in your life, things falling apart. Uh, and then I got COVID and then I got bronchitis during the same period. So on some of that, just to just add a little bit of spice to the mix. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I feel even in the darkest of times, they're beautiful moments, right? That's true. There's a lot of, a lot of blessings here. Most of us don't have like massive problems all the time, but they, they come and go. And a lot of my um, people I've talked to and helped over the years, they said when, when I'm honest about some of my challenges, they appreciate it the most because a lot of spiritual teachers don't talk about these things. And then they're not really giving the gold. The gold is when we go through a massive meltdown of some kind or challenge and we come out. The, the things that help us come back out are really the greatest um, gifts we have. So rather than just um, pretending everything's fine all the time, we thought we'd just talk about this directly. And so I'm going to share what not to do. And then Shireen can share what would be a better way of dealing with it. Because actually, Shireen helped me with a lot of these <laughs> Thanks, things. Thanks, Michael. <laughs> no, I appreciate that. I'm putting you on the spot here. But, you, but the thing is... Right. We didn't uh, talk about this. I know we didn't talk about it. But that's that's um, but that's how life is. So so I have we have our notes here. Look, look at our notes. See how simple they are today. We normally have this whole thing. But today it's... Here are the five things you can do to destroy your life. <laughs> I I saw the notes, by the way, and they're not the worst five things, though. There are other really worst things that you could do to destroy your life. All right. Well, these are five things I did to destroy my life. Maybe, Shreen, you can come up with another five um, afterwards <laughs> if you want. Or you can have like an additional, additional. You can come up with a few more just, just to add to the No, I'm just talking about them. seeing other people's lives, right? I have right. to talk from my own experience, and uh, I don't have that experience. I have this perfect life and everything is perfect. No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> just yeah, because kidding. she lives in a meditation center, there's no problems in those places. No all. problems at all. I have no problems. No, I'm just joking. No okay. Just joking. No, I was actually asking Shireen, like, when was the last time you had a meltdown? Right. And she was like, I don't know. No, 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 no. Let's not go into my personal life right now. She was like seven, <laughs> seven years ago or something like that. And I thought, well, that's pretty good going, you know, I mean, I, no, this is this is my meltdown podcast. But so um so the first thing, let's just jump into this. And the first thing is normally what I do in my normal practice is to visualize success, to visualize things going well, to, to imagine a, a happy, healthy future um version of things, just to see myself, my future self. This is something I'm really, really into and I have journals about it and I, I teach this and I practice it so normally I'm like visualizing things being great 
and it makes me feel mm-hmm. really, really good. Um, but during this situation where I'm like, what's going to happen in my business and what, what's going to happen in all these different things, I wasn't sure what's going to happen. So I started visualizing worst case scenarios <laughs> and how complicated and annoying and difficult and painful and stressful that would be. So I'm So I'm lying in bed thinking about everything going horribly wrong and what's the most terrible thing that can happen. And um, it, it, that in itself was enough to bring on like my, I'm sure my blood pressure increased and my thoughts were going around too quickly and the heartbeat was increasing. And I'm like lying in bed, unable to sleep, thinking about everything just falling to pieces and being destitute and just trashed and lost. And like the mind, once it go, goes in a spin, that 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 one thing by itself i think is enough to ruin someone's life just imagine nightmare scenarios happening in graphic detail so that was that was the first thing that happened visioning visioning disaster rather than visioning success so it's just worth asking yourself if you know listening and watching this if you're feeling bad are you visualizing everything falling apart or imagining it or feeling it because that is enough by itself to wreck your life and change your chemicals in your body and make you feel absolutely awful so visualizing disaster scenarios is a bad idea what what should we do instead shireen what is the alternative? To you that? you gave the uh, solution in what you said that you always had a vision for yourself going forward, right? Moving forward. But I feel there is a meta problem here. The meta problem is you need to really have a vision for yourself as an individual, not as a couple. And so when you when the couple breaks up, it's... Um, I'm not saying it's always going to break up. I'm not saying that. But individually, as spiritual beings, no, we come alone, we go alone. Um, we really need to establish a self-sovereignty. And so part of the reason I feel is that to begin with, from, you know, from the get-go, like, like start from now, is have a vision for yourself as an individual, a future vision that is wonderful, right? And this future vision is not dependent on whether the other person is cooperating, not cooperating. It doesn't matter because this individual vision is actually, is not only a dream for yourself, but it is something God would dream for you. And God would dream for you, even if you are part of a couple, God would dream for you separately god would dream for the other one separately it's like god there's an individual connection with the soul and god and we have to see god's dream for us isn't that what you expected michael well i never know what to expect with you shireen quite frankly so uh but that's a that's a great thing that the vision that actually connects to the second second way to ruin your life (laughs) um so visualizing disaster isn't going to work and the solution is to see a vision of yourself separately from anyone else so that it's a personal vision that doesn't involve someone else changing in any way the second yes, thing yes and that, also uh, having faith right that god has a dream for you 
God has a dream for you. That dream is magnificent. And we just need to really get into that dream and see that dream for ourselves. That's a beautiful thing, that there is a divine vision, a high, higher vision than our, our usual limited vision for ourselves that is outside of the bounds of our limitations. That's really beautiful, God's vision. So if we're holding that vision, that divine vision for ourselves, then we'll feel very light and have trust. And um, something good will come of it. And, and having that future vision, having that trust, having that faith, having that feeling makes everything okay, even if things are not there yet. I mean, how I think about visioning is that we're jumping over a wall, an obstacle, and coming to the other side and feeling the good feelings on being there in that spiritual place, in that success, even when it, it isn't there yet. And um, that's what I normally do. But as soon as I stopped doing that, my whole life fell to pieces. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it goes to how You know what? Is. It's not just one thing, right? Let's hear the other things. So that was that 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 was by itself enough to it, that led to the other thing. So the second thing was because I was seeing this t disaster scenarios happening, I was feeling trapped and stuck like I was in a holding pattern, like I was sort of in Groundhog Day sort of thing. And I, I'm like, every I remember saying like, I wake up in the morning late, feeling like I can't move forward because I don't know what's going on because it involves someone else and they're not necessarily cooperating at that time for various reasons. Or And a lot of this, by the way, is nothing against the other person. It's my I was projecting a lot of stuff and I was like having... Um, a lot of stuff was in my head, wasn't actually happening externally. So I was thinking, I'm trapped, I'm stuck, I can't move forward, and I can't do the things that I need to do because of someone else. So I'm, my, I had a belief in my head, I can't move forward in my life unless and until some other person does certain things. And that was a very, very negative feeling for me because I'm like, I, I didn't want to get on with my life and I can't because of something else, whether it's a person or a situation. And I remember thinking, I wake up in the morning and I can't do these things. I'm not sure what to do because I don't know what's going on. And then I would, the day would come to an end and I would be putting this, everything in the dishwasher and turning the dishwasher on. And I'm like, what, what happened to the day? I'm talking to you about this stream. I'm like, what's going on? I wake up, feel trapped, and then I'm going to bed again, like before I know it. And I thought, this isn't this is not my life. That's not what I'm here for. Um, but that feeling that I'm unable to move forward because of some situation or someone else, and, I'm, and in a way, I'm just holding. I was holding myself back from doing anything because until this thing is all resolved, I'm trapped. And and that belief compounded on this negative disaster visioning that I was having, um, causing me to go further into a negative, a negative, dark trap. So I can't say that was particularly fun. So if you want to ruin your life, then imagine that other people are in control of everything and there's nothing you can do until that's resolved. And in the meantime, you're stuck in, a, in hell and that's just life for you. 
that's basically what I was doing. So not recommended. So what's the solution to this, Shereen? What do you think is the better alternative <laughs> rather than doing that? Um, first, it's a false belief, right? It's a false belief. Even if people physically, even if people physically are in control of your life, which is very rare, actually, because the bondage first starts in the mind. And so if you feel you're trapped in a situation with someone else being in control of your life, possibly, I'm not saying all the time, but possibly that bondage is in your mind because the first bondage starts in the mind. Nowadays, right, it's very rarely do you actually have people controlling your life. It's you have given up control. They don't control it. You have given it up. And so the bondage first starts in the mind. It's a false belief. And to really look at these false beliefs. And the other thing is to really understand that the trap really here in any situation is not that I'm not in control of my life. The trap here is I'm not able to control the other person. Mm -hmm. That the situation is not going according to exactly the way I want it to go. And so it's really important to um, come out of that and just accept situations for what is and understand that the only control we have is over our thoughts, our emotions, which our thoughts are very important because they, leads to our, they lead to emotions and feelings. And so we have definitely have control over that. Even if we don't have control over physical things, we have control over our thoughts. We have control over our feelings and emotions and having good wishes for everyone, just seeing everyone in the best way possible, understanding that they are doing their thing and I have to do my thing and not have this expectation that people should do exactly the way I want them to do, or not even having this expectation that this situation should go this way. When you surrender, right, when you totally surrender that this a situation should go a certain way, that is the time I feel when you can actually, on from a higher level, um, direct the situation your way, but you first have to surrender. And the other part of that is that on a spiritual path, right? These are levels that are coming like these. It's like a virtual game, right? Like this one will come out this way. This one will, you know, video games that in this level, they design mm -hmm. the video games that way. This level, this will happen. That level, that will happen. In certain levels, you do have to go through certain situations. That's just the game of life. And so never blame the situation for what's happening inside you. Never, ever blame the situation for what's happening inside you. Because it's inside you, that false belief is inside you, that situation has squeezed out that false belief out of you. And so it's really important to understand that, that this is a game and this game is coming and the situation is coming because I need to gain control over this false belief. Yeah, that's exactly what happens. And these things show up in our life because we have to look at them. And if we're not willing to look at them, then they're, then we're going to have to be in a situation where there's no choice left right. to face and it. Many and many times what happens is that we actually postpone it for a very long time. Right. 
we postpone looking at things for a very long time. And then there comes a point when you cannot postpone it. And so it's really, it's really good to look at it as soon as something comes up, right? Just totally look at it. It's really wonderful. I mean, I'm not blaming anything on anyone else and I don't feel bad about anything. It's just these things, you know, we might be doing fine in many ways or we think we're doing fine, but there's unresolved things that haven't been looked at. And we don't look at them. We don't look at them. We don't want to look at them. We don't think they're an issue. And then something happens and we say, okay, I've got no choice but to face all this stuff. And I was initially blaming someone else and thinking it's their fault that I'm feeling the way I was, et cetera, et cetera. But really it's just my own false beliefs that I hadn't been dealing with and they needed to be dealt with. And I feel so much better. Better late than never. Better late than never. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's no better time to change than today. Hooray. Right. Right. So you're smiling and happy and wonderful. So that's good. Hooray. I don't feel, I feel better now than before. This is the strange thing about life is that we go through difficult times and typically depending on the person, but if we're willing to get the benefit out of it and we want to get the benefit and we want to look at ourselves and we're willing to do the work, we come out better than before. So I had that false belief. I can't do things because of somebody else and I want someone else to be a certain way for me. And this is all just a completely ridiculous way of thinking, really, because people are going to do whatever they're going to do. And who's to say that what someone else is doing is wrong anyway? It's just my personal opinion. I want things my way because of selfish reasons. And I expect everyone else to go along with my my ideas about things and my timeline. And that's not the way things are destined to be. And all I'm doing is causing myself stress by fighting against life. Absolutely. So so if you want to wreck your life, then fight against life and expect everyone else to change for you. And uh, good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, the third thing that, that uh, you can do to ruin your life, which I was practicing for a month. This is my ruining my life for a month for about two or three months. I wasn't doing the things that that I could do to move forward because I was thinking, I can't do anything until all this is taken care of, until everything is resolved and all the ducks are in, in, in a row and everything's all nice and neat. I can't do anything. So I'm sitting around going, well, I'm stuck in hell, stuck in this situation. I don't know what to do. I, I don't know what to do. I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm, there's no point doing any of these things. This is what I was thinking. And um, that made me feel absolutely awful. And I remember talking to Shireen about this and she was like, well, what's ridiculous? You can do all these things. What are you talking about? But th- this is that 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 lack of vision it just goes to show how powerful the vision is if i can't see a clear vision for my future and i think other people are are in the way between me and getting what i want then my actions today will be based on those things based on limitation and then i'm like well there's nothing i can do and that's how i felt right so this is like a trickle down effect and so i was feeling like what what can i do you know I don't know how things are going to work out. So should I do this? Should I do this? None of it made any sense. And that was um, a very awful place to be because what we do today is going to affect our future 
And if we don't see a clear future for ourselves, then we're not going to be able to figure out what we should do. And then that leads to this sense of no man's land, confusion, worry, the feeling of being more and more stuck, feeling like wasting life. There's no point to doing anything, all of that. I normally don't feel that way. So this is real, really like a big shock to my system to be in that state. <laughs> I'm normally like right. getting on a mission. I've got my plans. I've got my book of what I'm doing. Where's my book? Where's my, uh... anyway, I've normally got like my whole thing that I'm written down and this is what I'm doing and these are my plans. So to be like, I don't know what to do. There's no point in doing anything. Ah, I'm trapped. That's the point. That's the third one, right? You felt there was no point in doing anything. You felt that it was not, that you, it, you was, you, it wouldn't benefit you. If whatever you did, it wouldn't benefit you. Exactly. So that when, the, when my vision of my future self being good was not in my awareness, everything else seemed pointless to me. Right. Right. You know, that's a very powerful, there has been some very powerful research on this, right? There's a Dutch uh, anthropologist called Fred Pollack. He studied uh, tribes. And what he found was that uh, tribes that did not have a vision for a future, a positive vision for the future, tribes that did not have a positive vision for the future actually died out. That's very interesting. If they couldn't see a positive vision, they it collapsed. I mean, I do wonder about... It collapsed. They don't have a good vision about America. So I can't see how things are going to go very well in the future. For In the Western world, I think in most countries, there's not a very positive vision for the future. As a we can change that. Board. We can change that. Right, we can change that. First, let's have a positive vision for ourselves. For ourselves, um, let's not and, worry about trying to save yes. the United States. We can yet. say we can we can we absolutely can uh, change that individually. Right, personal transformation leads to world transformation, and so um, this not only having a vision for yourself, but also what I liked what you were sharing that you felt that you couldn't do anything or whatever you did didn't matter. And so not only to have a vision, but to every day do something toward that wish, vision, something, you know, like let's say you, even if it's a short meditation and we can do one now where you just see yourself, okay, let's do a simultaneous breath and a vision for the self. So take a deep breath in. Hold that breath. Now slowly release that breath. Again, take a deep breath in. Hold it. Slowly release that breath. Now, take a deep breath in and just see yourself as a radiant, beautiful, spiritual being a radiant, beautiful, spiritual being. Now take a deep breath in, in this awareness of being a radiant, beautiful, spiritual being. Hold that breath while you hold this thought that you're a radiant, beautiful, spiritual being. And now release that breath. 
So do something even simple like that. That's just a micro meditation. In the morning, just get up and do something where you are visioning yourself as a spiritual being. Another very important aspect of this is to find core qualities that you connect with, right? What draws you? Like, what do you want? Do you want peace? Do you want joy? Do you want um, wisdom? What connects you? What, you know, what motivates you? motivates you and just take those qualities and make them your own and just keep seeing yourself that way. Those simple things will lead to higher things. So I'm not saying that, oh, don't go to the, don't go to work. Don't do all of those. Yes, definitely. But once you start having a spiritual vision for yourself, you are addressing something at the core and then it starts manifesting in other areas of your life. That's, that's very interesting because um, I think a lot of what my experience was in this situation, I imagine this is similar for many people, is that you can't, I couldn't imagine the certain physical things about my life working out, like that external to me, like my business and money and all these different details, right? And then I start having negative thoughts and this whole chain reaction. But what we're, what you're talking about is to see a spiritual vision of how you are as a spiritual being just in the world generally, separate from money and business and success and all these other details, relationships. And to see, so if you, to see yourself like as um, a peaceful, happy person, happy soul. Or in, in this case, right? In your case, yeah. I would say to see yourself as a resilient being. All the times yeah, in your life where you were really resilient and just see like that, I'm a beautiful, resilient soul, right? Whatever life throws at me, I know I can come out of it better and better and better. I can do this. To see yourself as a resilient soul. Yeah. I mean, I've gone through lots of other challenges in my life, come out the other end in different ways. But this is what you're talking about, is having a vision that's separate from specific details, but is like a state of consciousness, that I am somebody who has this power this this um, capacity right and that's very inspiring that's very inspiring and there's things we can do to do to become more like that i mean it, i think what's coming out of this conversation is that how important the vision is because as soon as the vision of ourself is not inspiring everything falls to pieces from there it's like it trickles down um, and that that one thing, not having a clear vision for myself, wrecked wrecked my state of consciousness almost immediately. It was really quite shocking, actually. I'm glad I've come <laughs> out of it. Like this is only like a month and a half or something where I was going through this. Um, so yeah, just goes to show how how dangerous not having a not having a inspiring vision is. Good heavens. Um, so that was another one. So if this is so if you're taking notes on how to wreck your life, uh, the third one was was uh, not doing things to move on, not doing things to move forward, and being stuck in a pattern. The fourth method to destroy your happiness and ruin your life is not taking care of yourself properly. Because I didn't have a clear vision, because I felt I was stuck, because I wasn't moving forward in various things, I wasn't. I also wasn't taking care of myself properly because I was in a negative state. So I, I didn't get up as early as I would like to. Um, I wasn't doing as much exercise or meditation as, as I normally did. 
uh, wasn't eating uh, as properly. Yes, grounding food, food that grounds you. (laughs) You know, so I was like... I remember talking to you one time and you were like, oh, I had sunflower seeds, sprouts and coconut water the whole day. I was like, how is that grounding? Exactly. No, you can't just have like sunflower seeds, sprouts and coconut water and like, you know, an apple um, and think that's fine, you know. So so I, I kind of stopped. It, this is all connected, right? We're kind of d- describing how how someone's life can fall to pieces. The vision goes, then you feel trapped, then you don't do certain things, then you stop looking after yourself. And um, so, like, I wasn't tidying up as much as I normally do. I wasn't eating enough food, physically eating enough, or eating enough of the right sorts of foods. Um, my basically my regular well-being practices kind of all um, fell to the wayside which then amplified all of these things well we need to reiterate you're eating fine you're doing good (laughs) no i'm fine now don't worry don't everything's fine i'm just being honest about um how i went through a challenging period for about a month and a half roughly and came out the other end better off but um but that's the importance of taking care of of eating proper food, you know, making your bed. <laughs> making your bed. You know, tidying up, making your bed. Making your bed. Let's double click on that. Everyone should make their bed. You really feel better, right? Like in your room, in the space you're working in, in the room you're sleeping in, everything should be tidy. You really feel good. It makes a huge difference. Like if if you're listening to this and you're going through a rough time, you know, just basic things like having enough physical showers, um, making sure you're clean and have fresh clothes on, making your bed, tidying up the house, doing the dishes. Making sure, yes, the kitchen sink is clean. The kitchen is clean. It doesn't have all kinds of dirty stuff everywhere. When you're in a good space, you can do all that easily. But then when you when when you feel bad you think oh god everything seems really hard what's the point you know but that but just taking an hour half an hour 10 minutes start with one minute um i mean what i did is i i just would i would wake up i remember one day i woke up i was like let me just clean the sink like there wasn't anything in it but the sink itself needed i have a white sink right so any like tea stains and stuff they so i said let me just clean the sink so it's sparkling white so i put my you know my gloves on and gave it a good scrub and i was like oh that's so much better you know and i thought oh now the sink's clean i might as well clean the counters even better you know and then just put everything away and wander around and clean this and clean that and take care of this and move this around put some proper food on one one little good thing leads to another good thing, which leads to another good thing. And it gradually gets better and better and better like so that. So one little good thing they can do, for sure, is as soon as you get up, make your bed. Make, make your, your bed. bed. Yeah. If you were to go take in my room now, you'd see my bed is made and it looks great, right? But um, uh, and make but your if bed, take bad, a shower. Like, yeah. Make your bed and take a shower. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Two things. Make your bed, take a shower. And that will make you feel better right away. And then other stuff is all comes from there eating well eating well as in like i personally found things like sweet potatoes um grounding food um you know olive oil and you know 
things that are more grounding and not like high sugar junk foods, but to have, not that I normally eat that stuff anyway, but having enough food, you know, sometimes if we don't feel good, we lose our appetite, right? Then we don't eat anything. And then they have low blood sugar and that doesn't help. So, so give yourself permission to, to have enough food and, you know, maybe get someone to help you who's can help you out, either give you food or inspire you or give you recipes or something. So that was another one. Um, take not taking care of myself properly. And then the fifth thing, which if you want to ruin your life, here it is being, be impatient and critical with yourself about the situation. So, so I had, didn't have a vision, was felt like I was trapped, wasn't taking care of myself, wasn't taking care of things in my life. And I was feeling critical and negative towards myself about what I was dealing with. So that didn't help either. Why are you doing this thing? How come it's taking so long? What's wrong with you? Why aren't you taking care of it? How come you're in such a bad way? It shouldn't be like this, shouldn't be like this. And I remember talking to um, Shireen about this and she says, look, just, just give it, cut yourself some slack. Normally you're doing fine. Like this is a temporary thing. What were you telling me, Shireen? <laughs> I don't remember. You can read, no, you can, you can remember. I think I was just like, cause I'm normally a very productive, happy, get it done sort of person. So not being right, in that, that space. Yes. Um, the, not to be so hard on yourself, right? right? I mean, if you've been productive all your adult life and there's a period of one month or two months or three months where you're not productive, just, you know, it really doesn't pay to be hard on yourself. It just no. doesn't pay to, to you know, to be critical, to be hard on yourself. Just, it's okay. It's, it is the game of life and the game of life is telling you this is the time you need to take care of yourself this is the time you need to take care of yourself and you know if you can pay your bills and um food on the food in the refrigerator food inside <laughs> inside the belly if you can do all of those things then cut yourself some slack yeah this is great advice because people who like us who are highly productive get it done sort of people it's really devastating to not be in the game all the time and um but shireen told me just just fully face all the stuff you have to face deal with everything you have to deal with sort yourself out you know basically and um and don't worry about it you know and so i found that was very useful it takes yeah. a lot of courage for someone who's always productive not to be productive. It takes it a very lot hard, of courage. Honestly. It takes a lot of courage and we need to really lean into that courage. Just have the courage and say, no, this is temporary. This is temporary. If we don't allow rest, right? Because all the different energies in the body, like emotional energy, the physical energy, everything is trying to balance it out. And if your emotional energy is low, then you're not able to expend as much physical energy and you need to come into balance or you need to rest, right? If you force yourself to do things when you're emotionally low, it's, it could lead to a lot of other problems. And so you need to be able to understand that the 
the whole system, you as a being, the whole system is trying to come into balance. That's true. So just to create space, I mean, that, that's what I decided to do. Just let me, let me give myself the time and the space to look at what's really going on, recreate my vision, let go, give good wishes to everyone involved in various situations and to be all right with what was going on, you know, to not resist it, not to force myself to, to do things or beat myself up about it. Another thing I found helpful to get out of this is to expand this size of the scale of time that I was looking at. Because I was looking at a situation, I want to get this thing completed and finished so I can move on with my life, right? And so I'm stuck in the current situation. But expanding expanding that out, like five years, 10 years, it, everything seems much more manageable. Oh, this is going to be finished, and then there'll be this next thing, next thing, and I'm going to keep moving forward in various ways in my life. Just expanding it out made me much more able just to be with what I was with, be experiencing what I was experiencing, and not to feel bad about the fact I wasn't getting things done. Yay. Hooray. <laughs> it all worked so out. I feel great it all now. worked out. Okay, I have it's a question for you. Yes. So in that month and a half, you did have beautiful moments, right? You did have beautiful did. moments where you had good meditations. Yeah, it wasn't all bad. I think it's like it wasn't like Because we tend to focus on the bad. When when we when our normal state of consciousness, like we talked about in another podcast, we have like a happiness scale, right? And when our happiness scale is like quite high normally, if it drops down to like like half of what it was, it's like coming into hell. You know, it really is relative relatively. Um, but that's not to say it doesn't go back up again. It, 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 during this period, it was going up and down, up and down, up and down. So some days I would feel great. And I'm like, everything's fine. What was I worried about? You know, I'd go for a walk and I'd eat properly and take care of things. And I'd be like, everything's fine. And then the mind would go into this stuff. and What did you do differently again. in those days? When it was better, you mean, or when it was mm -hmm. worse? Yeah, well, I, was, I would focus on the higher vision. I would focus on what I wanted rather than what I didn't want. Um, I would take action doing things that I could do that would move forward. Um, I stopped resisting what was. I sent good wishes to everyone involved instead of having expectations. I said, everything's fine. And, and then I looked after myself. I went on walks. I think getting out of the house was really important, actually. Physically going on walks. I noticed that when I was walking around outside in the sun, I would feel much better because I had perspective. I think when, when I was stuck in the house thinking about negative things feeling trapped and, and being in the same place that didn't help but just getting out thinking about things doing meditation um writing down what i wanted all, all these things connected just pulled me out of it uh, being around good people high level souls was very very helpful um studying inspiring teachings just doing all the stuff that I normally did anyway, um, just getting back in the game a little bit just made me feel fine. And then I would stop doing that and start having negative thoughts and everything collapsed. So I think what I've come to realize is that if the vision, if the vision stops being inspiring, it has an extremely toxic negative effect on every other level of life almost, almost immediately. 
another thing I feel which is important is you have to be tolerant. You have to be tolerant mm -hmm. in life's ups and downs. You have to be tolerant in, I think that is what spirituality is about, right? When you say you're on a spiritual path, what does it mean? That you are tolerant of life's ups and downs. You're tolerant of yourself. You're tolerant of other people. You're tolerant if you're productive, not productive, doing this, not doing this. You're just tolerant. You'll have love. Mm -hmm. You have love for the self. You have love for the game of life. You have love for everyone. You have love for the situation. You, it's it's love, and so that tolerance mm. is really really important. It's true. Yeah, being being willing to just take it all in, not resist it, tolerate it, be with it. I, mean, I think and be okay <laughs> the with resistance, it, right? Be okay with yeah, it. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I think resisting what was going on, resisting the situation amplified the negative feelings when, when i look back on this really i was just dealing with my own madness in my head really this the actual physical things weren't even what i thought they were it was everything was different than i had in my mind really in in, in a practical sense but it was i was making a big deal about it and then resisting what was going on and then making it even worse and then resisting that and then making that worse and resisting that feeling trapped and it just goes round and round and round so when I say it's fine, it is what it is, it's the way it's meant to be, there's benefit in this, and I've got this vision that is inspiring, that's not based on anyone changing. Ah, yes, then everything Fabulous. gets better and better and better. And better. <laughs> ah. Fabulous. Yay, and I feel Yay. fantastic. It, it, yeah, it's just thinking about it, it stresses me out a little bit, thinking about back to that. <laughs> But um, I'm like, oh, God. But uh, it goes to show the power of the mind and how we are creating our own internal experience of life based on our visions and thoughts. Right. Another thing is, okay, in your case, you're not blaming anyone and you're not, you don't feel anyone is doing anything to you. But if... I'm my any, own any problem. Of, yeah, if any of our... <clears throat> listeners viewers feel that someone is actually doing things right they are creating problems in your life you can get out of it you can get out of it just um you know just be very quiet and you will find a solution on how to get out of it just be very quiet i'm not we are not gaslighting you into thinking no no one else is the problem I'm, we're not saying that it's not, they could be a problem, but just make sure that you're very quiet and you're very still and you're very clear. If you are quiet and still, you become very clear. If you have a vision for yourself, you become very clear and then you will find a solution because you have the solution. We all have the solution to our problems. So just be very clear. You will find in clarity, you will find all solutions. That's right. Everything, when we stop resisting and we start being open to guidance, we will get it. So hopefully this has been helpful for, for those of you who are listening to this. So just a quick recap. If you want to wreck your life, then vision disaster. Uh, feel trapped and stuck and believe that other people are in control of what happens to you and not you. Stop doing things that you can to move forward in your life. Stop taking care of yourself. 
and be impatient and critical and resist everything. So there it is. It's a recipe for disaster. Let's have a blessing. Let's have a blessing. Today's blessing. <laughs> so I randomly pick it, okay? Bim. Yeah. Faith. Faith. Oh, faith. Look Your trust in yourself has made a lifetime of triumphs possible. Your faith unlocked treasures within yourself that you never thought existed. Through your appreciation of the gifts God gives you, you push boundaries and achieve success. So have faith in yourself and uh, have a vision for yourself and uh, take care. It's very, very important to have a vision for yourself. Ciao.